So I wanted to tell about Pottinger's cats. It's one of those stories I heard ages ago and I've kind of assimilated and taken it for granted that it's obvious and it's inspired a lot of how I see food and health. But of course, it's not obvious if nobody knows about it. A lot of people have heard of it, but it's an important story because it illustrates very clearly the effect that food can have not only on us as individuals, but also on the generations that follow us. So Pottinger was a, an experimenter, a scientist. I think he was a doctor as well. And he... Um, he was doing experiments uh, playing with adrenal hormone extracts and he had uh, laboratory cats that he was experimenting on, which is pretty horrible, but that's how it was. And he would do give the cats the extracts of hormones and then he would have someone operate on the cats and remove their adrenal glands and test the adrenal glands and make conclusions based on this. And he used to feed these cats whatever, some mix of cooked meats and organs, organ meats and muscle meats cooked. Two-thirds of their diet was that and one-third of their diet was raw milk. And then people kept donating unwanted cats to him and so the population of cats that he had grew and grew and grew until he could no longer afford or his supply ran out or there wasn't enough of this food mix to feed all of his cats. And so he had, he lived near or his hospital was near a meat packing plant and he got meat for free from the trimmings. So this was bits of fat, bits of unwanted muscle meat and bits of offal that he got for free and he fed that to his cats but he didn't cook it because it didn't come pre-cooked it was raw and he only gave this food to the excess cats so not all the cats were getting it some of the original cats were getting the normal diet and some of the new cats were getting this raw meat diet they still had the raw milk one third and I believe both groups of cats also may have had cod liver oil and he noticed after a few months of this that the cats fed the raw meat diet were much healthier, more energetic um, and had healthier kittens than his normal group of cats. And so he decided to experiment on that specifically. So he divided his cats into two groups and presumably he kept all other conditions equal. One group of cats got one-third raw milk, two-thirds cooked meats and some cod liver oil. And the other group of cats got one-third raw milk, two-thirds raw meats and the cod liver oil. So at the end of the first generation of cats, when the cats were getting older, the cats on the cooked meat diet had more degenerative diseases. Uh, in their in their old age, um, in the second generation, oh, and they also became quite inactive uh, towards the end of their lives, more so than the cats fed on the raw meat. The second generation, so the children of these cats, in the cats that were eating the cooked meat diet, they developed the same degenerative diseases, but earlier. Uh, at a younger age and they had coordination issues and that didn't happen in the group fed the raw meat. Now in the grandchildren of the original cats, so the third generation, now these cats were developing the same degenerative diseases very early in life 
Some were born blind and weak and they had a much shorter lifespan. Many of that third generation couldn't reproduce. Um, they also had a lot of parasites and they had a lot of vermin, which I presume means fleas and lice. And they had skin diseases and allergies at a rate that was huge. So in healthy, normal cats, there still are skin diseases and allergies in about 5% of cats. But in these cats of the third generation of cooked meat fed cats, 90% of them had allergies and skin problems. The kittens um, didn't survive past six months. Their bones were soft and pliable and they had personality changes. In particular, the males became very docile and the females became quite aggressive. Um, and by the fourth generation, there were no cats left because the third generation couldn't reproduce very much and the ones who did reproduce had unhealthy kittens and they all died before, so the fourth generation weren't able to reproduce at all. So that's a pretty telling study. Um, I know it's only one study, but that's all I'm talking about in this podcast. Now, it was cats, it wasn't human beings. So if somebody did the same experiment on human beings, maybe it wouldn't be four generations, maybe it would be 10 generations or 15, who knows? Oh, and the um, eventually they discovered that the thing that was different, well, the thing they discovered was different about the two diets is taurine. So taurine is an amino acid that's essential for cats and it's partially destroyed or largely destroyed by cooking and so um, if you feed cats a cooked diet but you supplement with taurine they do have better health um, but it does make you wonder do they have better health to the same extent as the raw meat fed cats or do they just have better health than the cooked feed, cooked meat fed cats that don't have taurine added? I'm sure there's more than just one thing in the, uh, that makes the difference between those two diets. And we don't know, I, well, maybe we do know, but I don't know whether the cats were treated differently in some other way. Maybe he took more interest in the raw meat cats because he knew they were healthier. Maybe he, they got more play and outdoor time. So there may have been other factors. But it does go, go to show very, very clearly that if something, some essential nutrient is missing in the diet, there are very, very clear adverse effects, not only in the individual animal eating the diet, but also in the children and grandchildren um, and great-grandchildren of that animal. And we also don't know to what extent this is reversible if the cats had been given taurine or switched over to a raw meat diet from a cooked meat diet. Would those kittens have improved? How many generations would it take before they were healthy again? Would they ever be healthy again? Um, but it's a, it's a stark reminder and a very clear example of what you eat creates your health and what you eat creates the health of your offspring and your offspring's offspring. So um, that's kind of a, a key a key event in the history of knowledge about food and its effects on health. So I think it's an important one to know about. That's all I'm going to say for today. Hope that's been interesting. See ya.